So in this video, I want to talk a little bit about my travel setup because this is something that has evolved quite a bit over the last year. Now, most of you who follow the show know that I've spent about half the year traveling filming artist series. And even last week, I did a behind the scenes video where I took you guys along and showed you how I photographed the supermoon. Now, that shoot in particular um, was very specific in what I was trying to get. I knew I needed to do a time lapse and I wanted to get some still shots as well. So I traveled really light. Now, I am a big proponent of bringing as much gear as you need to get the job done but as little as you can get by with. And there's a number of reasons for that. One, it gets fidgety and fiddly when you have too much stuff with you. And two, it becomes cumbersome because you've got to carry it. And if you're traveling and you're flying on an airline, you're going to need to check it. And that becomes a problem too. Now, when I went and shot the moon, I used my Sony a6300. I used a Canon FD 300 millimeter telephoto lens and my Manfrotto Be Free Live tripod. And tripods have been a big sticking point for me because I feel like you know, the way that technology has progressed and the way photography is gone and that you can do videos and stills out of a camera that's this size or even smaller sometimes, finding a tripod that's going to work for that has been probably my biggest challenge. And I did a video, gosh, last year, when right before I started doing Artist Series, where I talked about what I was going to bring on the road. And I showed you guys my big Pelican case and all my stuff that goes in there. Well, the Pelican case... If you're flying, you've got to check that. And depending on the airline, it's 50 or $60, which gets old after a while. Then you got to lug it around town. You got to get it in and out of taxis. So you got to get it in and out of the hotel or wherever you're staying. And it's just kind of a drag. Now, the tripods that I've used on that, I love. They're made by Manfrotto as well. And I've had both, they're both the same tripod. They number all the tripods and I think they're 3001 or 3001BNs or something like that. I'm using one of them that's holding this camera right now. They're great tripods. They're very robust, but they really don't fold down enough. So hence the Pelican case and the need to check them. Um, the big tripod that holds up my 8x10 camera back there, it is massive. It's a great tripod. That's a Manfrotto as well. That's a 3016, I believe. And it really is dedicated to that camera because I need it to handle the payload that's sitting on it. Um, but I would never travel with something like that. So there's been kind of this void in the tripod market between stuff that works really well and then like stuff like this, which is a totally different use. This is a Manfrotto Pixie and I like this a lot. It's an awesome desktop tripod. Um, I've used it for the show before. It's great for hand holding. Uh, but unless you need a tripod that's more than six inches high or you don't mind hand holding everything, it's really not going to work for traveling with. I mean, that fits in your bag. So there's kind of a void of something. So recently I started using the Manfrotto Be Free Live. I think it's probably best just to show you this. So this is basically my travel setup right now. This is all I carry. This is my camera bag and this is my tripod. This is the Manfrotto Be Free. And this is what I want to talk a little bit about because this is very small. If you're on an airplane, this fits under a seat. It goes in an overhead bin. If you need to bring two along, it's still doable. This is a very, very compact tripod, but what's cool is it's still a very robust tripod. So kind of what they've done in the design on this to get it to where it is so small, and I'll show this to you, is that they've made it so basically the lens, uh, sorry, the legs when they fold up, they go around the center collar there. So I'm gonna bring these down. Now this tripod actually comes in, there's essentially four variations that you can get, um, not including colors. And so there is an aluminum version, which is this one. And then there's also a carbon fiber version. So if you want one that's super, super light, um, that is available. And they are also available with two different kinds of heads. Now I have the video fluid head on here. I'll talk about that in just a second. The other option is to get one with a ball head. And 
The fluid head design on a tripod that is in this price range is just about unheard of, and the one they give you on here is really good. But essentially, once you have the legs folded down, um, each one of the legs has one of these locks on it, and there are basically three positions to each lock. Right now, they are set over in the uh, collapsible mode here, but then you also have two other modes, and essentially, it's just a design that puts a stop on it. So for normal use, you would put it in the middle, and that gives you normal use, and if you want to go wide with it, if you need to get the whole tripod lower to the center of the... Or sorry, lower to the ground, you would use the third setting for that. So I'm just going to go like this on here because I want to show you actually how much height you do get out of this because it is pretty impressive. Each one of the legs has these locks on it, which I much prefer to the tension knobs. And it doesn't feel flimsy. It feels solid. It's an excellent tripod. It's, it's honestly, it's what I've always wanted, the 300 or 3001, the 3001Bs. This is how what I've wanted them to fold up as. And you get a very serious tripod out of this. As I mentioned before, I have the video head version of this tripod. And personally, I think this is where you get a tremendous amount of bang for your buck, because this is a really nice video head. It's a little mini one, but it works really well. So in order to set this up, there is a locking ring around the center collar here, and you get a level. And so what you want to do is just make sure the bubble is in the center of the level, and you know your camera will be straight. And you're going to go ahead and lock that ring into place, and so you're really pretty much set up and ready to go. Now, there are two locking dials on here. The one on the side, uh, if you want to lock in the rotation, left and right, you can put that in so it'll stay put. And the other one is for the uh, the tilt and lift here. So if you want to you know, lock that into position, you can do that as well. And so the other cool thing about this is this is actually a fluid drag system head. And if you've never used a fluid head before, basically what it does is it provides resistance in both the rotation and the tilt on here. So this is really nice if you want to do a panning shot or if you want to do something that's up and down. It'll, it'll basically give you a little bit of resistance as you're pushing into it. So it'll keep everything really smooth. So it'll keep the speed uniform as you're going along. This really works well. Well, and it's really cool that they put that on a tripod in this price bracket. Okay, so pro tip number one, and this is something that I've just discovered in using this, and I've actually done a couple of the videos that I do for the show on here. So one thing I found is that if you're filming yourself, one thing that's really cool is if you put the tripod mounting plate on backwards, watch this. So basically I've got this on backwards now, and I can go ahead and slip it into the mount, and like so. And this is my little portable system that combines the Sony RX105 with a microphone and recorder setup. And now, once you put this on backwards, if you're filming yourself, I like it in this position because I know where the lock is and it makes it really easy because the handle's tilting towards me so I can just dial it in just right works beautifully. Pro tip number two. If you are a vlogger, you are going to love this. So the RX105 has built-in image stabilization. It is not great, but you can use the Manfrotto Be Free. What I like to do is just loosen it a little bit and bring it down so you can get some distance between yourself and the camera. Lock that in place. Go ahead and start your audio. Start your video. Grab it by the front leg. And now you have something that provides you a little more stability. I can move around. You're not going to see it shake as much, basically because you're putting a little bit of weight into your setup. But what's cool about the Manfrotto B-Free is that it's still light enough to where this does not become cumbersome to carry after long periods of time. So this is an excellent vlogging assistance device. There's obviously a lot to like about the B-Free Live, and for me this really does fill a void that I have had in terms of tripod support that is compact enough to really easily travel with, but still provides the full range and versatility that I've come to expect out of the tripods that I normally use. In fact, 
it has pretty much the same range and has a even better head on it than the other ones did. And it's lighter. I like the fact that, and this is the aluminum model, you can spend extra money to get the carbon fiber and get, go even lighter, but this one is very lightweight. And even with the camera attached to the top, it's not so heavy that I can't do that little trick where I was vlogging with this. And it doesn't get heavy on you. And it provides you a little more stability, a little more support, and keeps your footage from being shaky. And I think that's a pretty big deal. But then when you want to turn around and extend it fully and use it as a tripod for a landscape or a long exposure or something like that, or even just filming a video interview, it will do that as well. You get an incredible range out of the way the legs work on this. And as I mentioned, there's three positions with the lock switch. And you can go into all kinds of variations on things, combining that with you know the extenders here. And this works really well if you're um, maybe doing landscapes or you're kind of out in the wilderness where you have ground that's not exactly flat. And so it really will conform to a lot of various things. And so that's one thing I really like about it. And really the main thing for me is the video head on here is amazing. Considering the price point on this is around the 160-ish dollar range, depending on what configuration you get. Uh, and you can go up a lot more. Carbon fiber is really light, but it does add to the price. Uh, comes in a range of colors. I kind of like the black with the red accents, which you know just is kind of more low profile and what I like to use. So anyway, it's very cool. I will put some links below. I would say the only thing and my only gripe about this is as versatile as this is, there's really nowhere to put my coffee on this. Actually, wait a second. This is a friction arm. It is also made by Manfrotto. This is model number 244. I've never mentioned this, but I bought this probably about three or four years ago. This is one of the handiest things I've ever had around the studio. Basically what it is, is a tripod mount at the top. You have a friction tension screw here. So when I loosen this up, everything becomes loose and you just mold it into the position you want. Tighten that up and then this comes with a clamp. Actually, I think the clamp is actually sold separately, but get the clamp because then you can clamp it to a desk. You can clamp it to a tripod. And now, a place to put your coffee. The Manfrotto Be Free Live with friction arm extension, coffee not included. This has been an overview of the Manfrotto Be Free Live. And if you have any questions, feel free to leave me a comment. And as always, if you guys have enjoyed this video, please remember to like it, share it, and subscribe to The Art of Photography so you'll always be up to date on all the videos we do here. Until the next video, I'll see you guys then. Later.